I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Smart Muslimah podcast. Inshallah, if you find this podcast episode useful, please subscribe and tell your friends and family about Smart Muslimah. Also, good news, I have a newsletter and that's how we can stay in touch. To subscribe, please go to smartmuslimah.com. Details are also in the podcast notes. In the newsletter, I'll be sharing my book recommendations, productivity tips and online courses that I've created and also information about a new book that I'm writing called Smart Single Muslimah. Inshallah, it will help you to transform the way you approach love and relationships. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Farah Thameen. I'm your host. Inshallah, if you like this podcast episode, please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. So we're talking about why liberalism glorifies singledom. Now, why talk about liberalism? Well, we all live in liberal progressive societies and even in the Muslim world, we are so affected by liberal values. And so it's inevitable that um, our views about being single are being affected by liberal ideas. Now, you may think being liberal is a good thing because we are taught that the opposite of liberal is backward, traditional, restrictive. And to be honest, these are labels that are given to religious values and Islam in particular. So in previous episodes, I have spoken about liberalism and I will do so more. But Let's just focus on um, how, you know, liberals are subtly telling us how to view singledom. And then what is the Islamic view on being young and single? How what That's what should really be shaping our views. So from a liberal perspective, singledom equals freedom. That's really important to understand. 
But of course, they, they do have rules and laws for the common good. It's not unrestricted freedom. But when you think of being single, you are free. That's the, you know, one really big idea that's given to us. You know, no commitments, no responsibilities. You can experiment, you can enjoy yourself, you're young, you're free. You know, that's all the messaging that we're getting through popular culture. Think of the music, think of the movies. And, um, you know, it's a time for you to make mistakes and then you learn from them and you grow up. That's what you're doing. So even though you are an adult, it's like you're still growing up. And um, and just the main thing that come message we're given is that just don't harm anyone else. You know, everything should be consensual. And apart from that, the restrictions are quite limited. So, you know, most liberals argue that through exercising freedom, that's how you achieve happiness. Now, I'm going to refer to a 18th century philosopher called Jeremy Bentham. He wrote a book called An Introduction to the Principles of Morals and Legislation. And in that book, he said, nature has placed mankind under the governance of two sovereign masters, pain and pleasure. It is for them alone to point out what we ought to do, as well as to determine what we shall do. So he had a major impact on the thinking of, you know, class, you know, classical liberals and the modern liberals today. He's one. There are many others, but I just wanted to focus on Jeremy Bentham. You can, you know, research him more if you'd like. So he's saying that the thing that should decide, in other words, the pleasure you are likely to receive from an action is the only consideration you should have when undertaking an action. So according to many liberal thinkers, freedom comes from the unrestrained achievement of you of our human happiness. So if something gives you pleasure, then you should do it, yeah? That will bring you happiness and you should have that freedom to do it. And when your freedom is restricted, that's when you're unhappy. So can you see it's your whims and your desires that are your driving force? So... That's what we're being told as individuals growing up. So as a young person, you're then thinking, and when you're single, you're thinking, well, I'm going to do things that I enjoy. I'm going to do things that make me happy. So whether that's, you know, uh, what I eat, what I drink, how I dress, you know, who I um, have a relationship with. So these are the things, it's all about happiness. Yeah, what makes you happy? you know, roles, responsibilities, the community, you know, even rules, you know, isn't it true that when young and single, rules are there to be broken? That's the message we're given. So now you've then got, so that that's one main idea. You've got happiness and freedom go hand in hand. And then you've got um, the side, liberals also believe that humans exhibit a strong sense of individualism because they possess rights. If you think back to John Locke that I've spoken about in previous podcasts where he said, you know, human beings, he's started off the whole idea of human beings have certain rights and liberty and the right to own property and these rights, you know, have grown throughout time. Different rights have been added. So now individualism is the belief in the supreme importance of the individual over any social or collective 
you know, i.e. the family as well. So the rights of the individual and the needs of the individual come above the rights of, you know, any kind of social collective. So therefore, you know, if we think of, um, you know, when classical liberals, they believe communities often stand in the way of the individual. Um, you know, therefore your family and community restricts you. It's interesting that Mary Wollstonecraft, the first feminist, said society stifles individuals because she believed that, you know, religion and family, they were restricting women. You know, they were putting these rules on top of women that are, you know, stifling her. And it's not just about women here, it's about men and women that what liberals believe is that you're truly liberated and you have autonomy when you're no longer restricted by the rules imposed by religion, family or your community. And what you have to do is the ideal situation is that you, you know, remove these shackles, these things that are restricting you and then you will be happy. So can you see how that's the beliefs upon, you know, if we think of UK and US, that's what society is built on. There's many other thinkers um, who have added to this, but in general, um, they are the principles that we are taught as individuals. And this idea of individuality and expressing your individuality, um, it is very strong. You know, if you just think of just clothes as an example, Everyone is encouraged to, you know, don't follow the crowd, dress how you want, wear, you know, whatever colours, whatever styles, whatever level of clothing, you know, and uncovering you want to do. That is, is totally your choice, you know, f um, and you should be able to express yourself. So now, taking those ideas and putting it into the context for a single person in particular, that... If you're thinking that's what you've been brought up with, so now once you reach the age of, you know, puberty and you're mature, what do you, how do you um, then live by those ideas? So if you then think about it, that's one set of ideas you're being given. And then when thinking of, um, well, why would I want to lose those freedoms? Why would I want to um, increase any kind of responsibility on myself? I want to stay f single and free. And it's interesting that up to when we're thinking of um, in the Western context, up to the 1950s, um, people d didn't used to view singledom like that. They did actually, men and women had a very, there was a general idea that you got, you were single, you know, you studied, you um, gained a job if you were a guy, and then you wanted to get into a committed relationship, or you wanted to get married. But now when the sexual revolution happened in the 1960s, the message was very loud and clear that you now had sex, drugs, rock and roll, they were all open. It's like the doors had flung open. And you also now had the pill and abortion was legalised. So now men and women didn't have to, they could actually have, there were no consequences to adopting this now very free liberal lifestyle. And it was becoming normalised. So women didn't need to worry about getting pregnant. Men didn't need to worry about having, you know, getting... Um, they're a woman pregnant so 
he didn't have to have those responsibilities. So things really did change in the 1960s. And, um, and again, for men and women, because it's interesting that if you've ever heard of this, um, you know, this, there's this filthy magazine called Playboy magazine, and it came out in the 1960s. So now um, the person who started this off, the founder, was Hugh Hefner. And he really created this new, you know, added this cultural change where instead of men thinking, you know, I want to grow up, I'm going to be loyal and be a married man and be a father, that's what they were aspiring to. Now what they were aspiring to was to become a bachelor, an, an eternal bachelor. So, you know, and a bachelor would be someone who didn't use his salary to support his wife and family, but instead to support his consumer lifestyle. And he would have fine food and f drive fast cars and he would um, sleep around with women and he'd have these non-committed relationships. And so if you look up Hugh Hefner, you see, again, he had well, he had this magazine and then he had these... Um, um, what can be like rest, uh, restaurants or you know a nightclub sorry where this lifestyle was um, promoted and it's really interesting this change that happened this became normalized so now when you've got so as a single over time this is what you know if we're thinking back to the history of from the 1960s to now this is the messaging that singles are given if you're living in the west and so you now have a point where um, this is a statistic taken from the AmericanConservative.com. In 2009, for the first time in history, there were more unmarried women in the United States than married ones. So you now have a, and it's not, again, there are similar statistics for men, that men and women in liberal societies, they, marriage is going out of fashion. That is not the default thing that they want to do. So now, as Muslims, then, we are not immune to the effects of these trends. And, you know, trying to stay afloat in such trying times is becoming increasingly difficult. And it's peculiar how society teaches single people to desire sex without commitment. And that is what is, we are being told, that you can, you can do that. So, however... As Muslims, we are not genuinely content living in this hypersexualized and carefree paradise, in quotes, as they would put it. Because as, you know, believers, we are ever mindful of Allah and insightfully. The messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said, the world is a prison for the believer and a paradise for the unbeliever. And that's in the book of Muslim. So you can see it liberal societies have become this paradise this you know unrestricted actions but it 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 completely makes sense based on their values and their principles like i outlined because their values are freedom individualism you know um this idea of um you know as long as you know you do happiness is what is freedom equals happiness yeah and so now in modern Western societies, unmarried people can now, so you have a situation they can legally have sex, live together, raise children, buy, buy property and do almost everything else associated with a committed relationship. So why do they need to get married at all?
Yeah, that that is a valid question. They have no reason to do that. And so, again, we are then, as Muslims, we're affected by that thinking. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And so, if you, you know, and so the thing that they, they no longer have. Um, you see what they have compared to what you know for muslim single the problem that is there for us you know for us is that whereas they will go and have um relationships out of marriage in our deen that's haram that that's you know zina is not permitted so you have that dilemma that how do you then um if you're going to take this thing adopt their way of thinking you are going to there's going to be a clash when it comes to islam because ultimately we don't um freedom is not the arbiter of our decisions pleasure is does not decide if we do something or on or if we do not do something you know good and bad our arbiter is the quran and sunnah we take allah's guidance to tell us this is good this is bad and so as far as so let's just have a look how should we view being single and there are many i could bring up many hadith and many examples you know that if we just look at surah kaf there's there's one example of you know young muslim men um and their struggle in society we could look at the um uh, tafsir of surah yusuf and that the Islam and what happened to him as a young man, how he kept his, uh, wanted to stay pure in the face of, you know, so much fitna. And maybe, inshallah, that will be um, the content of a podcast for the future. But um, as, if, for example, you are single and you don't want to get married right now, again, in Islam, there's no, uh, you don't have to, but it's highly recommended. But how do you use your time as a single person well that instead of that um, adopting their ideas of just experiment be carefree you know be very materialistic for example could be time to consume or even focus so much on your career you know that's another thing that's really an idea that's really pushed to us all that work hard really really hard and your career is somehow makes up for um you know that that should be a, a massive focus in your life because ultimately that's going to get you a job and then that's going to get you money and again in a capitalist eco- economic system that is success so again that we can see where that comes from but um i just like to um 
mention one hadith. And um, so in this hadith, the Prophet said, take benefit of five before five. Your youth before your old age. So when, and I'll, let me read the whole hadith out. Your youth before your old age your health before your sickness, your wealth before your poverty, your free time before you are preoccupied, and your life before your death. Narrated by Ibn Abbas and reported by Al-Hakim. So, when you're single, you're usually young and fit, inshallah. And so your youth. So whilst you're young and fit, you can um, do so much. Yeah, so for example... Waking up for tahajjud is much easier when you are young because you can get away with less sleep. You know, um, doing, for example, doing charity work. You know, if you, let's say you're doing a um, hike for charity, you can do that when you're young, when you're physically young, yeah? Um, again, now your health. So whilst you have your health, just think about how much easier it is to memorize Quran. Think of how you can be helpful to your family, yeah? Doing DIY around the house, helping your mum with the cooking, helping your mum with the cleaning. You know, these, these are things you can do with your health. Now again, your wealth. Now, whilst you're single, you may not have a really good job, but, the t you know, if you do have wealth, spending that on sadhakah, spending that to help other people. Like again, I'm thinking of um, volunteering when you're young you have the time because in the next one you're free time rather than um i know because of the pandemic and the lockdown relying on social media became the norm but alhamdulillah many of us are now out of that so starting to transition away from less time screen time you know and especially unnecessary screen time that you're just mindlessly on there using your time to volunteer at your masjid or with a charity or you know, there are so many good charities, whatever you're interested in, um, whether it's helping the homeless, helping with domestic violence, um, but also free time you to study. You could, you know, you can always learn languages where, when you're, um, whilst you have this time of, you know, where it's true, where you're, you don't have the responsibility of taking care of a spouse. You don't have the responsibility of taking care of children. So you have time. So learning more Quran, tafsir of quran learning arabic you know these are all the all the options you can do even online inshallah and then your life before your death now people think and uh, we, we're all guilty of this that where i'm gonna die when i'm old but i know of people who've died when they're teenagers i know of people i know of actually three people who passed away three young men uh one was 15 another was 16, another was 18. So, and these are just people I know. So your lifespan is not going to be old age. You can't say that for sure. So all this time and that you have and this energy you have, use it well. That's what you should take from the hadith. This is how you can be using your single years well. Now let's just take another hadith the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said a young person who grew up with the worship of allah 
will be among the seven who are granted shade by Allah when there is no shade but his. That's in Bukhari. That's part of a, of a long hadith which talks about the different types of people who will get the shade of Allah. Um, but again, let me put a young person who grew up with the worship of Allah. So spending, starting to introduce more, um, you know, working on your salah to begin with, making up your fasts, adding more dhikr into your day, adding more, adding uh, salawat on the Prophet learning du'as, you know, these are all things, organ, you know, even if you wanted, if you were able to organising um, halakha for other young people, getting involved with a, an Islamic organisation that does these things. So these are all things that, I'm not saying you don't have to do all of them, but slowly doing what, adding more and more into your um you know, into your time, in timetabling it into, you know, waking up more early, going to sleep early, so that your time is more productive. So, so there's a lot, mashallah, you can do whilst you are single. So no one's um, bashing being single. And mashallah, when I think of some of the single people I know who they are doing these things, you know, it's, they don't then have time to get into the bad stuff and they haven't got time to chase girls or boys and they're keeping good company and it really does have and if you know if you're in the process where you're you want to get married but it's not happening at the moment busying yourself with good islamic activity um that will help you you know one thing i would say that helps you meet other muslims and you it may be a pathway to getting married but it then takes your mind off any despair or negative feelings or um, you know sadness that you you may be feeling that I'm not married at the moment, inshallah. But um, so yeah, so inshallah, I hope that um, yeah, that was useful. That it, rather than um, just giving a simple explanation of why, like if you've ever wondered why is being sing married looked down upon in you know in the west you know this is what i wanted to explain and why is there even in my in i hear muslims say this that oh i don't want to get married or why would i want to get married you know getting married it's like ball and chain and you know it's that's my life would be over they're the kind of negative connotations that are given to marriage and inshallah that it hopefully i um my intention was to explain why Singledom is raised on this, uh, you know, um, pedestal and marriage is kind of put down, you know, somewhere down in the dumps. But inshallah, like I said at the beginning, if you found this um, episode useful, please um, subscribe and share it with your friends. You can listen to all the previous episodes um, on whichever podcast app you find most beneficial um, you can also sign up to my newsletter, which is smartmuslimer.com. And if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it, my handle is farhatamin underscore UK. Inshallah, let's remember each other in our duas and take care. Asalaamu Alaikum. Inshallah, if you found this podcast useful, please leave a review so others can find out about it. Currently, this podcast is a one-man band. I do produce and do everything on my own, but unfortunately, due to health issues, I'm going to have to reduce the frequency of the episodes that I'm creating. 
So I really do need to hire some people to help me to produce the podcast and to really market it as well. Now, inshallah, you can help me and support me by doing dua, inshallah, for my health. And secondly, by donating. You can do that via the link in the podcast notes and also on my link tree bio, which is farhatameen underscore UK. It's on my Instagram bio as well. Your donations will help me cover production and overhead course, and you'll be part of this amazing work, helping me to grow the Smart Muslim podcast to another level so that we can reach more people educating and sharing this beautiful deen, Islam. I'm tremendously honoured and blessed to have a community of people who value what I do. So again, thank you so much for your du'as, reviews and donations. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.